and welcome to WFOD. My name is Mike. I am joined by the king of pranks, the albino alligator, Mr. Travis Hulse. Hello. And Travis, special episode this week. I think we're, uh, we, we got our, our buddy John Fallon on the program. He has a new movie out now. You can get it on demand. You can get it on the Amazon and all that. Uh, it's called Malicious. Loved the movie enough preamble right let's get right into our conversation with john fallon Yours memorized because I use yours. But can't you I, just? But then when I go back to mine, I can't ever remember which email I use. I oh, you can't. You, you can't just join. You got to put your email in. Yeah, I have to log in to join, and then I use find... uh, Google to join in. That's what yeah. I do. Yeah, you can join through Google. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. I suppose you did a couple of interviews the past couple of days, so you probably were using my login. Yeah, I was using your login, so then I had to get out of yours so that you could use it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a couple that I was uh, afraid or uh, sad that I was a was was not able to to make. But uh, hi, hi John. nice, sorry, nice that we're hey, how you doing, Mike? To John together. Yeah, I'm Travis. glad that we were able to make this happen. Travis, yeah, John's too, man. movie Fox, man. Yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard. That's one on the street. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. To each his own. A lot of stories about that, but anyways, we'll see. We'll see how the the convo is gonna go. <clears throat> so it's out there, right? Yes, uh, malicious, uh, known as malicious in North America and in Ireland and the UK, is now out. Um, and all the usual like streamers, you know, Amazon Prime, iTunes, um, Voodoo, Google Play, blah blah blah, and it's only out on DVD in the states on Amazon and in the UK. Amazon UK on DVD as well. It's Mike, on, it's Mike, I think, right I think, now. I think John might have heard you say his movie sucks. No, it, no I didn't say it sucks. It fucks. <laughs> it fucks hard, John. Like, like I heard, I, I knew what you said, but I was like, oh no, I heard it sucks. No, John, yeah. John, the movie sucks. Like, nice to see you again, motherfucker. You know? <laughs> Oh, John. In a minute, you know. I heard fucks, and I like knew for a fact that John heard sucks, dude. You got it. No, John. Movie does not suck. Movie's great. No, no, but you know, it's it's you know that's that's what happens when you create something. You put it out there. Some people like it. Some yeah. people won't. I know you guys got you know got a sense of humor a bit like mine. So I really thought you said it sucked. Oh, no, no, it's all good, man. Whatever, dude. It's <laughs> the first thing Mike says to John after five years. John, John, so your, your new movie sucks. really sucks. <laughs> No, I, I enjoyed the hell out of the movie, John. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. That 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 guy, he takes his shirt off, and and I was oh yeah, this Kevin guy's... Kevin Eternato, yeah. It's a hell of a last name that guy's got. Yeah, Italian gentleman. Uh, we wanted to work together. I met him in like 2015, and we've been wanting to get a project going together for a bit. He's one hell of an actor, and uh, finally, malicious. It was known as Break initially but break misspell yeah i so was wondering if it was, it was break that's how i've been saying yeah that's why that's why the domestic distributor changed the title <laughs> because nobody got it except me and kevin because we co-wrote the script together every time that. i saw it on instagram i knew exactly what it was so i was like when you changed <laughs> it i was like i figured there was no other story than whoever distributed it was like nah let's call it something else <laughs> well the actually funnily enough that you see when the distributor buys your movie that's it. You, you don't have a say. Yeah, so they right. could call it Big Black Dick on Ice. <laughs> and there's nothing you could do about it. So there's when they nothing bought nothing you can do about it? Nothing you could do about it. That's crazy. Legal. Yeah. yeah. So when they got break, they, they acquired the, the, the picture. Uh, they came back and said, oh, do you have any ideas? We don't like break. It's misspelled. It might be confusing. And I get it. I get it, to be honest. It's Googleable. 
Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it'd be a popular hashtag. How many sure. people misspell break? You know? Right. But they didn't see it. But I actually do agree with them. It was a bad uh, decision from Kevin and I. So they're like, do uh, you have some uh, suggestions? So I'm like, yeah, how about fractured? I kind of like that. You know, I was Sounds looking cool. for synonyms yeah. for break. You know? Yeah, yeah, sure. But there's a movie with Anthony Hopkins and somebody else. I forgot. Maybe Colin Farrell or Ryan Gosling. I'm not sure which one. That's called that. So they're like, nah. So they're like, we have a great idea. Let's call it malicious intent. Ooh. And I'm like, no. Nah. Yeah, dr- dr- you got to drop at least one word out of that. <laughs> it sounded too much to me like a Lifetime movie. You know, That's like, uh, that's life. exactly what I just, yeah. when you said it, that's exactly what I thought of was like a Lifetime movie or like a USA original. <laughs> exactly. So finally went back and forth and we settled. I said, all right, fuck it. Let's just call it malicious. And that's it. So which people have had plenty of good luck with things. You know, I mean, you know, James Wan with like insidious, you know, right? Yeah, like or malignant yeah. or malignant. Exactly. Yeah. Malicious. Yeah. Yeah. That's got That's got a ring to it. No spoilers, John. But th- yeah. could this lead to sequels? Could oh, this just be like I, a I guy who, who makes a bunch of these kinds of things? You know, he's like a got a specific set of skills you know what i mean he does i mean i could see another movie with kevin with those set because kevin actually i don't know if you guys noticed this watching the movie he's very good at violence he's very good at violence he served three tours in iraq so he's a vet and when he beats the shit out of people when he shoots a gun it's you know it looks to me anyways as director i was like oh, okay yeah, yeah that's that motherfucker's legit it's believable oh yeah beyond believable he's the real deal absolutely so i i could definitely see another story with kevin playing a similar type of role you know kicking some serious fucking ass but i don't think that malicious begs for a sequel i think it's it's a one-off in my opinion i i want to ask you all the spoiler questions i can't ask you any of the spoiler questions though um, I, I may, maybe we could like talk about it and then you say spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie, go see it here, here, here. And then we could talk about I'll it. I'll DM you later the questions I have. All right. <laughs> so th- this movie, it, you've been working on this for a while, right? Because I've been seeing updates about this for a while. I've been seeing pictures of it and stuff. Because they <laughs> pay Not really that long. Stuff. I mean, in terms of what wound up on, we wrote it, Kevin and I, right before the pandemic. And then during the pandemic, we hooked up with uh, these German producers and we started, I mean, it's a pandemic. I'm at home. What else am I going to fucking do? Huh? <laughs> so we Lots started, Germans. <laughs> yeah, and they were saying, you know, we could find the financing, blah, blah, blah. So we started auditioning remotely, like German actors and really good actors, by the way. Uh, uh, really, we got really good actors uh, on the side of Germany. But then by the time the pandemic ended, then, um, you know, I'm an old cunt, so I'm not good with time. Uh, but it, it collapsed. The, the German producers were not able to bring in the financing. That was then on that. Love, all the best love and kisses. So you were going to make this movie? In with, German. In German. With German actors. Yeah. Was it because going to be the, in Ger- German? Pardon me? Was it going to be in German? No. no. Okay. We were casting German actors were able to do an American accent. Okay. Right. I thought it could have been, you know, because, you know, the politician is rich. So I was thinking, oh, let's rewrite the script. They're going on vacation in Germany, blah, sure, blah, blah. Sure. You know, so, you know, to excuse the accents and stuff like that. But it collapsed. And then when the pandemic ended, uh, we hooked up with a company that came in with part of the financing. And then uh, Kevin, uh, myself and, and Nick Bailey, who plays the role of William, the politician, uh, all basically teamed up and and found the rest of the financing, and then you know we we shot it in in, in the Poconos. Being a being a, a a guy who kind of makes movies on his own, independent of a lot of things, like have you, I, I would assume <clears throat> that you found that to be the case a lot, right? Where people say, "Hey, you know, we got the money, we can back this," and then turns out they don't. Uh, it, it's not just independent filmmaking, dude. It's it's across the board. I've had like. I'm not going to, you know, name drop, but like very reputable uh, companies that you both probably actually I know, you know, come in with, you know, fucking the moon. And then at the end, you know, two years later, it's a waste of fucking time. Right. So uh, there's a lot of bullshit in this business. It's just 
how would well, it cause, because you i mean you, you had a, a completely different feature that you were making before this right like and it just didn't yeah. come to you like you were where you were like on set like you were ready to go you were were you filming the the previous no, film? No, I, I was uh, the the shelter. My my first feature as a director with uh, Michael Perret eventually led me to a movie called Heretic, uh, which is about uh, Knights Templars after a Second Crusade. It is yep. basically like Unforgiven with Clint Eastwood, but with Knights Templars. Yeah, right. That's um, like your your White Whale, isn't it? Isn't it that yeah, the one you want to make but yeah. haven't yet? Yes. Well, I I was very close. You know, I had millions of dollars. So, you know, the shelter was not made for millions of dollars and neither was <laughs> malicious. So this was like a huge jump up, which was, you know, the 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 um, the intent uh, of the shelter, you know, which I financed the entire production myself and Joe Blow Movie Productions. Essentially proof of concept. I can make a movie. It's like, look what I could do with nothing. Now yeah. give me something. And actually worked. And it was a double whammy of the pandemic. Uh, fucking pandemic. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, the pandemic, and um, our locations were all of our locations were locked in a certain region of Armenia, and I don't know if you guys heard about the war in Armenia between basically Islam and Christians, mm-hmm. and Islam is that won. What System of a Down is always singing about. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty okay. much it. Which is very <laughs> ironic. My, my producer at the time, when when uh, the Armenians lost the war and basically all their locations were gone, he said, "You know, it's very ironic because our film is about after the Second Crusade, where the First Crusade the Christians won, uh, won against the Muslims, but the Second one they lost." Yeah. Then you know, and my story in Heretics is two guys going back home and what happens on the way home, and I explore a lot of fucking shit. When you say the locations are gone, the like you can't use the locations anymore, or the locations the, the, no like they're exist. there. You just can't, they're there. You can't go. <laughs> you can't, oh, okay. No. Uh, oh, yeah. I didn't know if like they got they're gone, gone. <laughs> oh no, there. some of them are gone, gone. You know, uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but Armenia was the first uh, Christian nation ever. Like the first fucking place in the world to adopt Christianity as its religion. And that particular area is like rich in Christian history. But now, you know, the crosses are taken down. You got, you know, the, what is it? The fucking moon and the, the star, whatever the fuck they put up. Oh. And, uh, you know, it's, they destroyed a bunch of stuff. And, it, and how can I put this? It's hostile. Yeah, you're not welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not e- even when it was because it's been a, a disputed a disputed territory for a long time between the Armenians and 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 I guess they're Turkey Turks. You know, don't quote me on it. But you know, Islam and and Christi- Christians. And even when we we're going to shoot there, my producer's like, "Are you comfortable? You're going to have arm escorts with fucking machine guns because shit might happen." I'm like, "Yeah, cool. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Let's go make a fucking yeah, movie. Can I make my movie? Exactly. That's all I wanted to do." <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that was the, the one, two that, that put that movie to the ground and, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing I got to say about you, John, and, you know, following you for a long time and we've, you know, I can't remember how far back we go. I mean, me neither. probably 2015, 16, maybe, I, I don't know, so. but well, it was when, following when your... the shelter came out, when was that? Yeah. 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 So, fo- I mean, following your career, like <clears throat> you, you don't get knocked down without, you know, pardon my, my quoting uh uh uh, chumbawamba uh you don't get you don't you don't get yeah you don't get knocked down without getting back up again right like you have you know irons in the fire if something goes down you have something to replace it almost immediately well you know i'm not going to take full credit uh in, in terms of malicious actually let me just backtrack what else are you gonna do Right. You know, we're all going to die. Like, I'm fucking dead in 40, about, you know, 50, yeah. maybe. I'm lucky. <laughs> and 10 years of that will be really shitty living, yeah? Uh, we're all going to die. So what else am I going to fucking do? So you go for what you want to achieve. That's just my philosophy. What else am I going to do? Even if I fail, even if I don't pull it off, what else am I going to do? Sure. Jerk off 24-7. Yeah, that's fine. But it's it's not as fulfilling as achieving goals for me. Um, in terms of malicious, actually, uh, Kevin made it happen. So really, Kevin made it. So I'm not going to take the credit. He he made it happen. He found the money. He found this. And he was really hungry for it. And I wasn't. Because I already made a movie about some asshole in the house. <laughs> not going to make a movie about four assholes in the house. 
And you know that movie had a lake. This movie had a lake. I think that's oversimplifying yeah. things. <laughs> it, that's yeah, I agree. I totally agree. But that was my mentality. That, you know, you don't go like I was about to make a movie about you know with huge landscapes and horses and sword fights and this and now you're like, hey, motherfucker, fuck that. Let's go back in the house. We gotta go have. We got. We need one location again. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, I'm. Not, I mean, the script. I'm proud. Of the the script was good, but it's not what I wanted to do. And uh, Kevin pushed and pushed and pushed, and eventually he won me over. So really, it's because of him uh, in terms of getting it off the ground. And I thank him for it, because after I was done with that shoot, with the militia shoot, I realized, fucking thank God. Thank God. I learned so much about directing. I learned so much more than I, you know, than what I knew knew after the shelter that now I can bring eventually to, to Heretic. So each one you kind of can build on it. So you just kind of got to keep doing it, right? Practice makes perfect. Though. Yeah, but but I don't think, just my opinion, I don't think you ever get perfect. I don't even think Scorsese ever thinks he's ever going to get perfect. No, right? and I think I've even heard Spielberg recently say he still gets very nervous before <laughs> he starts shooting whatever film he's he's going on to. Like the the day before, he's like nauseous, like I can't do this. And I would imagine and- that technology changes so fast that by the time you're yeah. making another movie, there's crazy new stuff. Travis, speaking of technology, I got to get these out of the way while we still have John here. Uh, mm. Somebody shared a ridiculous AI program with me that I can make jingles with now. So I made a oh, bunch yeah. of John Fallon is on the show jingles. I got please. So, let's hear them. So please. Let me Bro, I wish I had a drink for this one. But... John Fallon's on the dump up tonight. Dropping rhymes that will make you ignite. See, now I just told it, hey, John Fallon's on the show, and they just add dumb shit. And I got one for his movie. John Fallon's movies on demand. Malicious, a thriller that'll leave you good and scared. That's all AI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These aren't real people. These are, are machines making. What's the name of the software, if I may ask? Oh, I forgot. What's it called? Uh, uh, I got I got a third one here. Kevin and Intertornado took his shirt off, revealing apps that made everyone cough. I guess that's what they rhymed with took his shirt off. Uh, that's Rick, that's also a fake. That girl was a fake yeah, person. They're all they fake, are. Travis. It's crazy. Uh, Riff Fusion is the name of the app. Right. Uh, but yeah, that's they, awesome. By the way, yeah, they that's make, even better than that. Like when, when I when I discovered that thing where you could like say what type of song you wanted in what style and it would just like spit out lyrics and then like you would have to actually make that song no like now yeah. this thing just does all of it yeah i it, it makes dumb songs like most of them don't make sense i had to do about 20 of them to get those three that sounded okay that's uh, a pretty good rate though for ai mm-hmm. for sure yeah ai is a whole new uh i mean we didn't have any of that uh you know on malicious i i did use ai i i created um a quote teaser so if you go on the um malicious movie instagram there's a teaser with quotes from critics and I, I did that using AI. So I've been learning AI since the last VidCon. VidCon is a convention in Anaheim, California about YouTube, but really the last VidCon was all about AI. So I'm like, okay, there's two things I could do. I hate this shit, by the way. Just <laughs> no, of course. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I hate this I'm shit. Sure. Yeah, it's I terrifying. It. No, just as, just as a human being, you know, yeah. I'm, I don't, I don't, I feel that the, the more technology advances, the more humanity regresses. Right. Um, I, I'm a guy, I'm happier in the woods, chop, chopping trees and playing with my dog and shit. Then. Yeah, no, all it all terrifies stuff. me, John, but yeah. it is fun to play with and make dumb little songs. Well, that, that, that was my point. There's two <laughs> things you can do about it. You run away from it because you're terrified. Right. Or you embrace it. So even though it's totally against the type of human being that I am, I don't like technology. I, I still like to roll down windows. I like <laughs> radios. I'm, I'm old school, you know. Uh, I, I decide I'm going to embrace it. So I've gone out of my way since uh, VidCon, which was, I think, in last July, to learn as much about AI as I can. So that's what I've been doing. But I didn't hear about that software so thank yeah you. it's good i like this one i just heard somebody sent me stuff today they sent me a whole bunch of dumb ones today uh they were making they're pretty uh, good they're pretty good songs actually yeah. we, we have lots yep. of king of cola 
uh, jingles. You got paid for that, Mike? Is that a, is no? That, it's uh, free. Well, maybe it's better if you pay for it. But I was just doing it on. But otherwise, it's like open source. Like yeah, you just go so. in and fuck around. Right. I mean, they're probably stealing from somebody. Like, oh, that, yeah, well, that's that what that's what AI does. Exists. Yeah, it just yeah. it's an aggregate, right? <laughs> yeah, like it takes, it takes from everybody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like stealing from everybody who's ever posted on the Internet and creating new things mm-hmm. uh, with a with a robot. Yeah. John, uh, I saw the movie. Why yes. is it was it called break? Because that is never said in the movie. Why? What are you expecting? It's not like what movie did I just? Oh, was there, there? I think there was an actual, and I haven't seen this yet. So I just saw this online, where somebody actually says "Killers of the Flower Moon" in "Killers of the Flower oh, Moon." Like it? I, oh, it sucks. Like <laughs> yeah, like I haven't seen it yet, so I can't confirm. But I did see something online where somebody says "Killers of the Flower Moon," and I'm like, God damn it! Like you, I don't like nothing takes me. Oh. The one that I saw recently in the movie that I really, really, did, really enjoyed was The Sound of Freedom. Um, and yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it was so good. And and in the political yeah. shit aside, I don't understand how it was labeled a, a political thing. It was just there's like really- there's actually, if I may, yeah, please, because I was very frustrated by that. And it, and and it's just, oh man, am I gonna go that way? Yeah, I'm gonna go that Do way. It. Who it. cares? Yeah, fuck it's it. just like people are fucking sheep. Yeah, and they right. just believe everything they're told. It, you know, the sound of freedom is about, you know, child sex trade. That's it. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's but, all it is. but Jim Caviezel, at a certain point in time, he was Jesus. Name, yeah, he was Jesus. Great fucking performance, by the way. But at some point in time, in in the media or the press, uh, name dropped something about uh, QAnon. Uh, about that that thing where Satanists, uh, you know, scare the kids, drink the blood. I don't fuck. I yeah, forgot right, what the fuck whatever. it's called. Wait, <laughs> but but that, you know, but that's his shtick, and or, the, whatever. Maybe maybe it's right. Maybe it's wrong. Nothing and, to do with the movie. Does but the yeah, blood yeah, taste exactly. Better like, if the kids are scared. Yeah, but it's like it's yeah. it's it's uh, a and, and that's the thing. It's like an it's an actor's opinion who was in yeah. the movie, right? Like it wasn't so, the intent of the filmmaker. So they took that. Whoever the fuck took that? Am I gonna go that way? And suddenly, Sound of Freedom's a QAnon fucking right-wing conservative fucking propaganda piece. And, of course, people are idiots. Yeah. They don't see the fucking movie and judge. So I, even me on my Facebook, because I I, I I propped the movie on my social, and people, oh, it's a QAnon movie. I'm like, dude, you fucking Did idiot. you even see it? <laughs> you didn't see it? It's about no, child it's, trafficking. <laughs> oh, I'm going to believe everything I read. Yeah. You know? yeah. If there's one thing, I'm going to end it at this, and then we'll go back about the movie. If there's one thing, the pandemic has taught me and post pandemic what's been happening since I do not believe everything I read or everything I see in the news anymore. Yeah. Smart. smart. <laughs> Very you. smart. Very smart. Cause that's the thing is like, I kind of rebelled against it. I'm like, there's no way that this is actually a, like a mouthpiece for, for right wing QAnon propaganda. And I watched it because I was very excited to watch it in the performances that are so goddamn good. And mm-hmm. Caviezel is so good in the kids that they have in that movie. And just the way that it, that opens in the way that it closes is just like perfect filmmaking. But I guess the reason that I brought this up was there is a point when they rescue spoiler alert yes, they, rescue, they rescue a bunch of kids and the kids the are end. like on the they're on the the uh they're oh, on the they island that they rescue say, these they, kids from they say it they clap they're clapping and the kids are singing oh, no. and the FBI agents or whoever are around and Jim Caviezel is hanging out with the guy who helped him out yeah. and he's like and he says to Jim Caviezel he's like do you hear that oh no yeah that's the sound of freedom. Oh, <laughs> like, no. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Guys, no. also worth mentioning <laughs> yeah. that if people hadn't taken things out of context and made that movie controversial, it made it. It would made fifty dollars. Oh, that's that's, that's probably true, true too. Nobody would have saw right. that movie yeah. if mm-hmm. it yeah. wasn't controversial. Yeah, um, that is a hundred percent true too. So, I would think that you know, shit like that pops up. You know, as not necessarily filmmakers, but distributors or producers, you kind of lean into it. And if, right, if yeah. you can and if you can make something go viral where people are like, you know, this as the, the conservative people don't want you to see. That's oh, I, I tried to see the sound of freedom and somebody pulled the fire alarm. Oh, yeah. I tried to see the sound of freedom. It said it sold out, but there's nobody in the. I mean, yeah. that obviously made people watch it. But that and that's that's why to John's point. 
people are fucking sheep. And like, if you can mm-hmm. like get people to believe anything, you can either sway them on an argument or you can make a bunch of money. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, look, was Ramble Last Blood, which is about the same topic, which came a couple thing. of years before. Yep. Is that a QAnon conspiracy? Right. No, it's not. Was that right. the one that so, was like a home alone? Yeah. 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 yeah last I guess, 10 if minutes. Wanna, if you want to call it that, I, I yeah. don't call it that. It's a home alone at the, in the last <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> um, but it has to do, you know, the same thing, you know, cartel, you know, kidnaps his uh, niece, I think, if I remember correctly, yeah. puts her in a sex trade, goes there to save her. Things don't go well. And, you know, then he goes home alone, but, you know, on fucking steroids. <laughs> yeah. So um, arrows through guys' necks and all that great shit like that. Speaking of yeah. Stallone, man, uh, Fallon, I, 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 I know you're a fan of Stallone and all Huge, those yeah. all those guys. Uh, I'm psyched for uh, the Netflix series, the the Stallone bio, like the. Yes. Yeah, the, yeah. They had the Schwarzenegger one, which was yeah. so damn good. Yeah. Uh, very much looking forward to, to Stallone's because I know he's had a lot of crazy shit happen in his life. Too. I think it's Funny. coming out in like two days, man, on Netflix. Is November it? 3rd, I think. Yeah. Is it the he's, third? Yeah. He's got yeah, a reality so show with his daughters. Yeah, yeah, I didn't watch that. I'm not big. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <that personally. laughs> yeah, no, so, no. Uh, it's not my stick. I mean, just even yeah. like some of the tragedies. I know, you know, the 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 back and forth that Schwarzenegger and Stallone had, you know, in the '80s or yeah, whatever, trying to one up yeah. each other in the competition and stuff that they've all commented on. I'm excited for that, but like to see like how he's faced all of the tragedies that he's gone through in his life with his, you know, with his sons and and that kind of thing too. I'm like just really. Really interested to see how how everything played out behind the scenes for him because he's a very interesting character and you know I mean he didn't ever really go away but he definitely had a resurgence right like uh, yeah. when when he made the the last sequel to uh, to Rocky and when he came back with Rambo again he he went back to the well that's basically yeah. what happened you yep. know it's uh, and it's fascinating what he did because you know he had a slump where you know and because you know society has changed. Um, trying to be delicate um the pussification of uh our culture yeah, he said it <laughs> not me not me yeah so you know like you know what i grew up with is not what today's young men are growing up with how about that so he had a big slump and then he his stroke of genius he went back to rocky like you said rocky balboa but addressing aging and right. and being old and you know, the the older you get, the you know, the more you lose. You lose your health. You lose people you love. You know, Adrian has passed and Rocky Balboa. Then they did the same shit. And then that worked because nobody wanted to make fucking Rocky Balboa, man. No, of course not. Yeah, nobody wanted to make it. That fucking studio was like, are you kidding, man? Rocky Five was a million years yeah, ago. We did, yeah, and that was terrible. We hated <laughs> Nobody it. gave a fuck, you know, and that's it. But it worked. So he actually literally did the same thing he did with the original Rocky with Rocky Balboa, and it popped. And then he did the same thing with Rambo Four. That it, uh, yeah, Ram- they just called it Rambo. Yeah, where it's an old jaded Rambo who can't be fucked. But and know, just so. but just escalated like by a hundred times, right? Like yeah. you you watch Rambo's one and three, and then watch like John Rambo. It's like the first three movies look like PG cartoons oh, for yeah. Sunday morning. Like he's like, if we're gonna make a Rambo movie. We're going all in and he, you know, he made two more, which was great. But yeah. I think I think there's a whole generation of us that are <laughs> yearning for things like that. Right. Like, so I believe we had the the Jack Reacher series on Amazon, which I thought yeah. was really good. Uh, Chris Pratt had that. Uh, was that called the Terminal List, which was yeah. it's, it's essentially it's, it's essentially like an 80s movie. Right. With yeah. like weird factions and political things. And I think that there's a lot of us that are looking for just that great masculine escapism just action right like uh, yeah. th- that we grew up with you know i mean i still go back to a lot of my favorite action movies now just for their comfort food right yeah definitely and 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 more than comfort food and i'm sure you you, you guys will, will agree with me on that it brings you back to a time where society actually made sense to you right yeah, <laughs> yeah like for me it made sense yeah. to me anyways you know yeah. so like I, I you know people are oh have you seen this have you seen that i'm like nah but i watched cobra Again, <laughs> I watched, you know, Missing in Action or I've watched, you know, Bloodsport or I've watched Hard to Kill or Mark for Death, which is my yep. favorite Seagal. Yep. Or watch, watch, watch Commando for the 500th time, watching exactly. a man try to rescue his daughter from a bunch of assholes. Exactly. <laughs> so it, it is comfort food, but it's also is because I, I connect to this and a lot of recent movies 
even action movies. I mean, there's no more action heroes. You know, there, there, there's a book I'm reading right now called The Last Action Heroes. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's it's filled with like behind the scenes stories of Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Van Damme, Sagal. Uh, I mean, yeah, we got Statham, we got Atkins and all that, but it's not the same. Yeah. I think the only people who are really doing those are the Asian countries, right? Like you have you have the Night Comes for Us, you have the Raid movies, you know. I think yeah. that, that that culture is the only one still making movies like that where it's like the man's responsibility to take action and take yeah. these motherfuckers out. Right? John Wick like it, is pretty good. The John, John Wick, Wick movies? Yeah. I'd, I'd, I I get action. no, it it is. It is. I mean, I enjoyed the the series. It's just not the same. He shoots everybody in the head. Just everybody. It's just not the same. It's too flamboyant. It's too for it, me. It, for it me, is, you know, it's, his own. it's choreographed. It's yeah. like a dance. Yeah, I you know, love I, it, but that's exactly right. It's like you know, dance. it's that there's a even even Commando or even Rambo two, Rambo for Split Part two, which is probably like they, they always say, you know, if you had one film uh, to bring on deserted deserted island, for me it would be Rambo for Split Part two. I could watch that fucking movie. Anytime, all the time. I know it by heart. I know the score by heart. I know every frame by heart. But that's the movie. But even those movies, there's. I know it's gonna sound stupid because Commando is pretty fucking out there. But they're more grounded. Yeah, they're no. not as totally like 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 John. What's the difference between John Wick and fucking Captain America? Not much. No, there yeah. really isn't. Yeah. I mean, John Wick can do anything. He travels through different countries. He goes through different organizations. There's different. <laughs> yeah. Like where you, you're right. Like commando is pretty out there, but really it's the story of like an ex-military guy who people came for his daughter. They took her and now he's got to go kill those guys. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> and John's movie's a guy in a house, Travis. It's two guys in a house. <laughs> I thought it was four guys in the house. We're like we we're going well, down. At a certain point, some people show up, but you know, you know how it goes. But you know, the so, two guys, two girls. Yeah. John, John we, make, we have to make you, up lies about this movie and say that like they don't <clears throat> want people to see it, right? We we got to make a controversy about it. We got. Who doesn't, going. John? Who doesn't want people to see your movie? They don't <laughs> want them to see your movie, John. Who's them? Let's let's come up with a them here for for publicity. Um, sake. you really. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you tell me about that. I'm not going to fall for that. Yeah, one. he's not. John's not going to do it. <laughs> I remember when we he's when smart. we wrote when we wrote the script, and we were finished. And you know, when when you write something, or even when you direct something, or even when you edit something, or somewhere you get too close, you don't know what the fuck you have. Sure. So you know, I always say you make a movie three times. You make it when you write it. You make it when you shoot it. And you make it when you edit it. So when we wrote it, we wrote it and whatever. And then I stepped away and read it like three weeks later and it was around the time all that Weinstein shit was happening. You yeah. know, like the, the whole uh, me too movement started right. to pop and I called Kevin. I'm like, bro, I think we just fucking wrote a me too movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we did, you know, because you know, at the essence, you know, it's, it's a bit about that to sure, some degree. Sure. Bad people won't like the movie. <laughs> There you go. Like uh, <laughs> Harvey Weinstein doesn't yeah, he want you to he see this movie. <laughs> he, he wouldn't care for it. He wouldn't care for it. No. Sexual he assault men, Travis, they do not want yep. you to sexual see. Sexual assaulters John. don't want you to see yeah. malicious. Exactly. So there you go. That which means you're on, you're, which means not only are you on the, on the right side of history, but uh, we have a controversy. <laughs> there you go. But just sexual assaulters are going to be like, don't, don't watch John Fallon's new movie. <laughs> John, where do I where do I send people? I guess Amazon and YouTube. It looks like it. Well, looks you know, like you know, it's really a funny, not funny, haha, but funny. Heh. There's another movie called Malicious from 2018, and I think Molly Ringwald's in it. Oh, oh! I thought you were going to say it was the one with Angelina Jolie, where she was the Snow White lady. That, that was Maleficent. Mal same thing. Yeah. yeah, different language. Same thing. Um, two of those. I think they made two. You go on Amazon. Yeah, the, the way to get it. I got independent filmmaking is you go on Amazon Prime and you write malicious comma either John Fallon or Kevin enter don't not toe. But John Fallon's a little bit easier to spell. Yeah, uh, there it will be. It's also on DVD on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's on iTunes, on Google Play. It's on Vudu. It's on Roku. It's on YouTube as well. It's all those where, guys. Wh wherever you get movies, essentially, wherever you get your on demand yeah. flicks, go there. 
and you can watch malicious. Don't be a victim to the Adam Green syndrome, right? Like uh, Frozen Frozen. Uh, Disney's yeah. Frozen versus yeah. Adam Green's Frozen. Uh, you want to watch the one with the chairlift, and here you don't want to watch the Molly Ringwald. You want to watch the guys in the house. <laughs> and guys, I can I can give you a pitch here. I've seen yeah, the movie. Like, like, give the pitch. Like, what is the? We've been well, talking about it. I want to give the basic. Pitch. I want to tell people you can rent it for five bucks. Right now, the DVD on Amazon is ten bucks, and you're gonna want to watch the scene where John himself mm. blasts through a door and gets in a fight. Did you M. Night Shyamalan this thing, John? He's in it. It, it was in. Oh, that was actually that's a funny story. That was out of necessity. You're gonna you have anybody else. You're gonna watch. Uh, want to watch that more than once. So just spend the ten bucks and buy the DVD and put it on your shelf. Uh, that, thanks that's a lot, finish. buddy. Uh, no, I had another actor cast, and he booked out like two weeks before the shoot or three weeks. I forgot how how long it was. So then Kevin and Nick, who are you know also my, my producers, start sending me, "Hey, how about this guy? How about this guy?" I'm like, "Fuck all these motherfuckers." I'll do it because I know I'll show up. <laughs> I know I'll be cheap. I won't take payment as you an actor. And I could do the stunts, so it's not a problem. We can put a few hundred more bucks in uh, in lighting or something. We don't have to yeah, pay. So I'm some put it back in the production. Slum. Yeah, put it right. back in the production. And and I was kind of uh, what's the word? Butt hurt. <laughs> no, that's not the word. Yeah, I was kind of burned by by that actor pulling out. So I was really kind of like paranoid. I'm like, look, I, I'm not going to go, especially these actors. They were presenting. I don't know these fucking guys from from Adam. So they're not names. They're not stars. So might as well take this asshole. So you just At said, least I, I know I'm going to show up. You just said, I'll yeah. just fucking do it. Is that what you said? Speaking of speaking yeah. of the term butthurt real quick, this is completely off topic. Uh, we went trick or treating with uh, my kids. Uh, my daughter brought a couple of friends. We dropped them off and we were, were driving over to the in-laws because my my mother-in-law on trick or treat night always makes uh, like chicken soup. Uh, so we go over there. She sees the kids in their costume. We eat soup, <coughs> have a couple beers and whatever. Uh, on the way over there, uh, I think either I said butthurt or my daughter said butthurt. And my my wife was incredulous. She had like, what did you say? But butthurt? It's like, no, it's butthurt. You don't understand that term? Like, how old are you? It's just like, what? I've never, I've literally never heard that in my life. And we all like, just like gasped at her. Like, yeah. I bet you're even your 50 some year old mom knows what butthurt means. Uh, but she like my wife, you know, she's uh, one year older than me. I'm 43. So she's just about 44 uh, has never heard the word, the term butthurt in her life. And I was just uh, blown That's away right. by that. I've never, yeah. I just couldn't understand it. Off topic. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, um, yeah, no, it's very common expression has been around for a very very long time to my, she, like she, i was a teenager i would say that yeah she's that's what i said i've been around for you know more than a decade but uh you know, <clears throat> she, she's she's pretty isolated she's she has no social media whatsoever which i applaud her for she's never mm -hmm. been on social my media India. i say my good good, yeah. good for you because once you're plugged in it's hard to unplug mm -hmm. but uh yeah yeah i just uh thought that was the the term butthurt came up and i thought man there's a 40 some year old woman who doesn't know <laughs> that never heard that term in her life Maybe that is a product of the internet, Travis. But <clears throat> no, yeah, that was before the internet. That's what I thought. Yeah. I thought I've heard that outside of the internet before. Yeah, yeah. John, are you are you making something else soon? Do you have something else coming out? No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm trying to bring back Heretic. I have um, an action project with Kevin uh, hmm. that we're developing. Where you know I have a couple of big stars. You know, not Tom Cruise, but stars. Uh, reading the script now. I have a boxing movie, and I really would like to do a pure um, horror movie at a certain point, but I can't find a script that appeals to me, and I don't have the fucking time to write one. So I'm kind of like now, just you know, like malicious is out. I'm trying to get as much exposure for it as I can, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. So my brain is basically on malicious, but yeah, once, and then, you know, now it's, you know, for rental and then it's going to, it's going to hit AVOD. So, you know, to be and all that stuff. Once it finishes that run, then, you know, I could really focus on something else, but right now malicious has been taking, uh, I suppose that's it, right? Like it's the most current calling card. So focus yeah. on that to try to get, yeah. get eyes towards your work. Yeah. Which Tra makes, Tra makes, makes complete sense. I would love to see a straight, 
John Fallon horror flick. Like really, yeah. like I like I know the Heretic is like your baby and whatever, but I'd love to see a John Fallon straight horror because it's got to find a great script. Like that. Ev- everything that I've seen from you so far, there's such there's so many horror elements in it. Yeah. That, uh, I'd like to see a straight horror flick from you. Haven't we yeah. had all kinds of pitches for horror movies? Travis, pitch John on one of your horror movies. Oh, we had Clown Motel. Clown Motel, yeah. Is uh, it, the, that was like wasn't a, that, that made? Yeah, but we yeah, had a better not, idea, John. Yeah, we had a better idea. It was like a a guy like ripped off. Was it? How did it go? Did he like ripped off the I think mob he ripped off the because mob. he like yeah. was in love. Yeah, he ripped off the mob because he was in love with like the mob guy's wife or daughter or some shit like that. So he ripped off the mob. They took off. So it was like, a, it was essentially like an escape movie, right? Like he was taken off. So they ended up in like this backwoods of this just small town and they get to like this motel. And all of a sudden they see like this car and all of a sudden a bunch of fucking evil clowns get out. Like and 15 so it's like got a, out of one car. Yeah. 15 oh, clowns huh? get out of one yeah. car, but they look, yeah, but they're, it's like not funny. It's like, yeah, sure, you know, there's a clown, there's a clown, but it's like, you know, like well, they're Hell all House evil. Clowns. Yeah. yeah, they're all evil looking clowns. They look like they're up to no good. Uh, they all filter out of the car, out of the car, out of the car, but they got nowhere to go. They their car broke down. They ran to the motel. It's the only place they got to stay. It's their only refuge. Uh, and the clowns start picking people off in the hotel. I think there was more to it, but uh, it's been so long since I pitched that on the podcast that uh, I don't really recall. Evil clowns are so hot right now, John. They're very hot. Yeah, it's not my shtick. It's not. It's not my thing. I, I mean, I love Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Uh, I'm a huge fan of that film, but uh, I feel yeah, they're hot right now. There's too many of them. Yeah, so, too many goddamn clowns. <laughs> I mean, if it was up to me, if you say John, you could do whatever you want. I'm like, give me the Friday Thirteenth sequel. And that's all I, I would. I would want to do. Give me Friday Thirteenth. Give me Jason. I would love to do that. I would kill to do that. Just an and, unstoppable fucking. Death. I just no. Just fucking give people what they fucking want, man. It's yeah. easy. You know, tits, ass. Yeah. I don't care. I'll, I'll put some dicks in there and then you know, asses make everybody happy. I don't give a shit. Yeah, you Lots go the of... HBO route. Like, look, yeah. full frontal male nudity. Yeah, yeah that's it. Whatever. Everybody. I think uh, gore and I think that's yeah. the I, I think I read something from uh Damien Leone recently yeah, too, yeah. you know, for Terrifier, and he said pretty much the same thing. He's like, take it back to the eighties, make it a period piece, <clears> yeah. give everybody exactly what they wanted on Friday the thirteenth, and but they'll you, come so you, running. You don't want them to go yeah. to space again, guys? No. No. I liked space, but I mean, let's ground it. It's all right. Yeah, I would too. And I, I would set it, uh, and I've been saying that before this article with Mr. Leone came out, that I would set it in the 80s. Yeah, just take it back out. Yeah, yeah. that's, I mean, that's when people love Jason the most. And that's yeah. when, like, there's actually a really great script. I don't know if you've read it from uh, Nick Antosca that did uh, Channel Zero yeah. and uh, things like he wrote a Friday the 13th script that was so good like it's so like to me like i I read it like twice and uh to me like in my head it's like a a movie that i've seen it's like a friday the 13th sequel that i've seen it's so fucking good and that's what it is it takes it back to basics it's a friday the 13th jason movie they're not trying to get cute it's jason right yeah so that's probably what i would do like uh, obviously i'm not gonna wind up with a friday 13 gig but a slasher but a slasher Uh, and a slasher set in the 80s that'd be my shtick and and you know politically incorrect of course uh, no 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 uh you know agendas nobody's going to talk about the fucking patriarchy and all that shit you know so uh oh my god yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> you just triggered something in me yeah I exorcist just, believer right? yes the, <laughs> oh no i just watched exorcist believer like a week and a half ago yeah, and yeah. i was so excited to see it and I was watching it, and it was fine. It was fine. It was kind of boring. The, the first Ellen, trailer for that Ellen, was so Ellen, good. Ellen Burstein says that she was not allowed to watch The Exorcism because of the patriarchy. <laughs> it was, I, I almost couldn't finish it. It was so laughable. Uh, I was... Uh, actually, it's, it's really a huge loogie in the face of the original. Because yeah. these two priests sacrificed themselves to save her daughter. Right. They kept her out of the room because she's not a to fucking save, priest. To she save doesn't her. know how to deal with a fucking demon. All right? Yeah, right. And then they do the sequel. And she says, and I have the exact quote, by the way, because I, I did uh, another <laughs> show and I memorized it. And she says, and you know, I was not even allowed to look, be there for the exorcist. And then go, the guy goes, why is that? He goes, oh. The damn patriarchy, I guess. And I was like, 
And I have a completely honest question for both you gentlemen here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to try to contain myself. <laughs> no, sure. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? How? Okay, let me let me phrase the why. How can anybody with half a brain a think that line is respectful to the original film and its premise and what happened in the picture? Right. B. What is the purpose of that line outside of appealing to the whole woke, woke thing? Yeah, you know? I there's, guess that's the only thing. Right? There's oh, there's oh. Z- there's zero purpose, yeah. right? Like it makes no sense. It doesn't fit in the conversation. It doesn't fit with the tone of the movie. Like it literally makes no sense to put it in there. And you're right. Like it it is kind of a spit in the face to those original characters, where it's like we want to save this girl. And also protect this woman. That's yeah. that's why we're here in the first place. Yeah. And then she just blames like toxic masculinity, <laughs> like why they let wouldn't let her watch. watch. <laughs> so you know, so I guess you know, I, I've pondered it over you know days and days. I went up a mountain. I sat there <laughs> looking at the sky, and I'm like, why would a line like this be in a movie like this? And I have come to the conclusion that it was completely to appeal to the woke audience. It it's seems pan- it's that pandering. Pandering. We cannot have a big budget studio picture without being ging ging, you know, agendaed. Yeah. Uh, left and right. And Which is funny because they don't, you know, if they really wanted to do that, you know, and and, and they wanted to pull those views in. They should have put that moment in the trailer, right? <clears throat> like, oh, the patriarchy wouldn't let me watch the exorcism and I'm back. And, you know, if you really <laughs> wanted to appeal, don't bury it in the movie. So when I'm like an hour deep into this movie that I, I guess I'm invested in, I mean, like I said, it was kind of slow, but like the effects were pretty decent. Whatever. The acting is pretty good. It's not great. It, it's not necessarily worthy as a sequel of The Exorcist. It's a p- decent possession movie, but to take me completely out of it, with that one line was just I did. I had to watch it uh, in two di- two different nights. I'm disappointed. Yeah, me too. Actually, that, funny enough, that, I stopped it after trailer, that. I yeah. was like, oh, this looks cool. And then I saw it got like a 33 percent on Metacritic or something. I was like, oh, no, how, I don't think it's that, it I don't that think bad? it's that low. It's not. It's like I said, it's not necessarily worthy of yeah. being a sequel to The Exorcist. It's it's not that bad. It's, it's not. It's but flat. it's. It's flat. It's a, that's exactly what it it's is. like a TV movie, TV movie of the week. That's you don't give it. A, like. Yeah. You don't give a shit about the characters. Like some of the effects are pretty cool. The little girls do a really good job of being possessed. Yeah. But beyond that, it's like, yeah, it's it's a, it's a it's an it's a possession movie that I saw on Tubi because I had a handful of cocktails and I needed to watch something before bed. <laughs> and it has the most polite demon in it. <laughs> Like, do you remember? Do you remember in, in the original Exorcist? I mean, my God, the doozies that demon spits out. You know, your mother sucks cocks in hell. I mean, yeah. this one and this one's like, hey, you're a pretty bad parent. It's uh, it really is. That's it what it is. is. Like, yeah. uh, you didn't give me enough peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> you should it's, feel bad about yourself. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it, it's it's generic and it's uh, it's it's very safe, and that's not two words that you want to put in an Exorcist sequel. No. It, you know, Exorcist Two was a pile of shit, but at least it's so bad it's good. Yeah, it's right. hilarious. You know, Pazuzu and and all yeah. this shit. Uh, you know, Part Three actually, in my opinion, is a masterpiece. Yeah. Uh, part Four, a movie so bad they shot it twice. I was uh, gonna say which Part Four. <laughs> you know. Uh, the, the beginning or what is the other one dominion dominion yeah. yeah i was actually on the set of schrader's uh film oh is that right one. yeah dominion yeah i was there so i have an affinity for it uh i think it, you know we tried something but there was a bit of class in it at least uh, right. Rennie harlan's exorcist 4 which kind of keeps the same plot and stone skarsgård but basically you know it's a big mac version of schrader's movie which tried to be a filet mignon yeah yeah right so uh, and then we have the TV series, which I think is the along with Exorcist three is the best offshoot of the franchise. And I haven't seen that. Is that oh, you, you know, should do. Is that streaming on anything? Do you know? Like I, I, I heard sure it is because I think it was on what, like NBC or yeah. something, right? Like in Fox, it was one of, Fox, was it on Fox? And it was like one yeah. of those things. I'm like, I don't know if I really want to get into this. It's but I, pretty good, dude. Was, yeah, this since was like it's been on, pretty good. Or something? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like Gina Davis series, isn't right? it? Yeah. yeah. Well, they had two seasons. They got canned after the second season, unfortunately, yeah. because they are two very solid seasons with great acting, uh, really classy. Uh, yeah, I really highly recommend it. If you guys cool. are fans of the franchise, it's better than you know all the sequels except three, really. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah. John. Yo. You're the only guy we keep asking back. Yeah. We don't well, have, thank you. We don't have people back. No. You don't? We, Why not? I, I don't know. We just don't. We, I mean. <laughs> we already, we already it, talked to them. Yeah. We, and, you know, I don't know. Some people were like, yeah, maybe we could talk to them again. But, like, you know, we have a good time with you. So. Yeah. I, enjoy, I always enjoy shooting the shit. I mean, hopefully we won't wait uh, another eight years. Or right. Yeah. Years, however long years, it yeah. was. Travis, we got, we, we. Could talk to John about a million things. I want to ask him about his Robin Hood movie. Don't. <laughs> please, please don't. don't, don't, don't. I, I won't, but I, I want to. Um, Actually, wait a minute. You know about it. I told you about it. I know in, a little uh, bit about it. John. In DMs. I told one of you guys in DM. No? I know a what little happened? bit about it, John. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's just. Yeah. Let, let me put it this way. I disown it. And I went out of my I went out of my way not to promote it. it that movie uh, is it was a great experience. The shoot was great. Post production was a complete fucking nightmare. And uh, I've totally forgotten about it until you brought it up. Thank you, Travis. John's in the movie <laughs> uh, in the Robin Hood movie. Travis, he's he part of me. Do, do, do you do you is your name on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my name's so, on it. So if you have, because <clears throat> I've 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 found this with a with a few filmmakers, right? Like. Uh, we grew. I grew up with Beastmaster, uh, and and then Mark heard, Singer, yeah, yeah, and then heard uh, uh, Don Coscarelli talk about it and say, and just kind of sigh and be like, "This wasn't my movie. This wasn't my movie." Uh, and they were talking to uh, Joe Lynch, who had made uh, the Knights of Badassdom, who same mm-hmm. deal was where they kind of took it from him, c- completely fucked it up. Mm-hmm. Where both filmmakers like had to learn to just be like, when somebody says, "Hey, I really liked your Beastmaster movie. I really like Knights of Bad- Badassdom movie." Instead of being like, nah, it's garbage, blah, 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 to just be like, I'm, thank you. I'm glad you enjoy. Are you to that point yet with your, with the unnamed movie that we have here? <laughs> no, no. I mean, Beastmaster and uh, Joe Lynch's movies, they directed it. So I, I understand, like Malicious, there's, uh, you know, I went through my own little Vietnam with Malicious. Um, and um, yeah. It took me seeing it on the big screen with an audience in Beverly Hills for me to be able to stand behind it. But sure. uh, I went I went through some creative interference yeah. that I did not agree with. So uh, and when 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 you direct a film and then you edit a film, you get so close to it and you want it to be as perfect as can be. And then an outside force comes and says, and they have like legally the right to do so. And they say, man, fuck you. I'm doing what the fuck I want. So yeah. what happened to Joel Lynch? What happened to Don? It, it but hurts you. Yeah. Yeah. See? But yeah. Hurts you. <laughs> it fucks with you. It fucks with sure, you. Yeah. So in terms of like the shelter, I didn't have any of that. The shelter, I finance and Joe Blue movie productions finance the post-production. And I had absolutely nobody Coming, whatever is there is 100% my fault. Whether it's good or bad, it's 100% <laughs> right, my fault. Right. With malicious, there are faults in it. They're not my fault. And and although people and so will blame it, me, and that's it, fine. Is it hard to watch it and see it and mm-hmm. know that there's something in it that you don't like? That's, that's Yeah, tough. but like I said, the screening in Beverly Hills made everything okay because... Yeah. It's one thing for me to watch it by myself, you know, on my big screen and see oh, that, 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 oh, I want music here. Oh, the sound shit here. Oh, color corrections off here. Yeah. But it's another thing to see with an audience and they laugh at the right spot and they jump on the right spot right. and they cringe at the right spot. Uh, you get so close to it that you just nitpicking it. Right. Yeah. But a regular audience might, like you guys watch the movie, you probably, I don't know, maybe you noticed some stuff that I'm not happy about or maybe you didn't. I don't think I, but, I noticed anything. <clears throat> I was like, oh, something should have been maybe on repeat viewings i'd notice so really really it is though you get so close to it though but you have to just i mean at some point you have to just release it into the world and be like people are going to take what they take out of it yeah but the siege of robin hood i didn't direct it (laughs) i acted in it and i was a producer on it and i busted my ass for it and the shoot was a fantastic experience an incredible crew great 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 cast like 
good people. I had so much fun. I was in Australia and everything like that, whatever. Is that where but you then, got the accent, John? The What do you mean? Well, in the movie, you have like a really thick accent. Uh, no, they dubbed my voice, bro, out of spite. <laughs> Mike, come on. You just keep digging the knife, dude. It's all good. I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, I, I, just, I just thought. That was the last nail in the coffin, by the way. But yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, I, I went through a really hard time in, in uh, post-production with the lead producer. And a lot of animosity came about. And at the end of it, he had me, my performance erased and got some British dude to do my voice. And for me, that was the last nail in the coffin. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck this movie. My name's on the poster. You've never, after that happened, you never heard me talk about it again. I was like, that movie's dead to me. That guy's dead to me. Uh, very typical film industry stuff, by the way. Yeah, right. But at least, not, I mean, yeah. at, at least prior to the that experience, you you had a good time, right? So you can. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, I mean, the, the movie shit, in my opinion, it's garbage. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't like that one very much, John. I hate no, it too. Yeah, I yeah, hate it too. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna keep digging on this because <laughs> no, no, like it's, it. it's behind me. But I, I, yeah, I think the movie's not very good. But the experience was a great experience, so I wouldn't trade it for the world. How about that? Yeah. Hundred percent. I just that. think it's love that Travis. I just think it's funny when you're watching a movie with your friend in it, and then your friend talks, and your friend has a totally different voice. Then I was pissing myself, man, when I first saw. It. I mean, at first I was, <laughs> I, uh, I was like, motherfucker, and then I was like, oh, you didn't know funny. it. Was, you didn't know it was coming. Uh, no. Oh Jesus! It was really fucked up, John. Mike, yeah. Mike, Mike's done that to me before. What? Change yeah. your voice? <laughs> take, yeah, take my take my voice out of the podcast and replace Put it with like Donald Duck. <laughs> Actually, I digress. I digress. I didn't know it was coming. I didn't know because he told me via email. No, I oh. didn't know. Okay. I didn't know it was going to sound like that, but yeah. I, I didn't know beforehand. Yeah. It's a long time ago, so I'm old. Yep. Yeah. Guys, yeah, malicious. Yeah. Uh, get it yes. on Amazon. Let's get back to malicious. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> See malicious. Some guys get it in on the Amazon. House. Uh, get it on Roku. Get it on anything that you uh, you get your VOD movies on. Check it out. Support our good friend John, a uh, member of the what? Six Timers Club? Uh, I think this is four, Travis. No, but that can't be right. I think it's four. I think it's four. I think, Big I gap. Think right. yeah. Fuck, I feel like we've been yeah. talking to John for years. Yeah. Well, John, we'll make it four next time, gentlemen. There you it, go. It was fun talking to you, John. Hopefully we can do it again sometime soon, man. Definitely. Thank you for having me as always. Thank you, thank you for taking the time to watch the movie. I really appreciate it, guys. Thanks, buddy. Good to catch up. You too. Be good, guys. Yep. Take care. Take care. Bye. (laughs) John's cool, man. I really like. I love. I fucking love John. Yeah. I I had I had to fuck with him about that Robin Hood thing, though. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny. Like no, I like I love John because it is. It's like talking to an old buddy, right? Right. Like we that we haven't talked to for a while. Before you jumped on, we were talking. We were chit chatting or whatever, and it was like, oh, it's been a while, and. He's like, oh yeah, I think it's since uh, because I said it's like, oh, you because we were talking about Mark Natoli and yeah, the short you need that film action thing. That was good yeah. too. It was very good, and we were saying it was like, oh yeah, since since uh, Mark Natoli or whatever. He's like, oh shit, like 2018. I'm like, holy fuck, has it been five years? Wow. Yeah, it goes quick. Man. <laughs> I said, I was like, yeah, we the last time we had you on was uh, when we did uh, the 12 hour marathon, and we well, kind of busted everything I, up and put I it out DM on back and, and forth with him every now and then, so it hasn't been completely silent uh no it's not radio silence but it's the yeah. last time we like talk talk yeah, on, yeah. And, like it travis i i say sometimes that movies that aren't very good are good because that's kind of the nature of what we do travis but right. this movie is fucking great it, john great. It, it's good i enjoyed it a lot that's great i uh yeah he you know i, I liked job. his feature debut i really did um again like you know we do say oh it's oh it's great but I really did like his feature debut, The Shelter, with Michael Perry. I thought it was pretty cool um, and loved his short with uh, Mark Natoli. And uh, I'm looking forward to watch this. He said thank you to both of us for watching it. I did not, uh, full disclosure, watch Malicious yet. Uh, I do plan on watching it, but yeah. uh, I'm always excited for uh, for anything Fallon puts out. Yeah, he, he has an action scene where his character and the main character fight, Travis. And it catches you by surprise. And when it happens, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I was watching it by myself and I went, oh, shit. Uh, yeah. It, Those are the best movies where even if you're watching it by yourself, like you shout out loud. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I was just watching uh, the uh, God. What, was that what I was? I just watched the uh, newest Hell House movie. It just 
debuted on Shutter. It's Hell House like, uh, LLC, is that what it is? Yeah, Hell House LLC. Uh, there's three of them, and then this newest one is Hell House LLC Origins, the Carmichael Manor. Um, there was one spot in it because uh, again, this I have a hard time because I play I start movies too late because I'm a dipshit. Like I got to stay up late yeah. and I fall asleep, so then I got to watch them the next day and. Uh, I pretty much started it over. I think I fast forwarded through a handful of minutes and we got that got to a certain point and everybody in my house is sleeping. I think my daughter's getting ready for bed and it popped up. I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> like, I didn't have to say anything out loud, but and I didn't try. It just, you know, it happened. <laughs> Travis, uh, I have a, a quick story that I think you'll enjoy. We uh, we were out and about today and we saw that a spirit Halloween had the signs up saying, hey, everything's on clearance. Come in and get it. Oh, sweet. And we went into a spirit Halloween and right inside the door, they had a collection of, of horror T-shirts, Travis. Yeah. One of which was a Terrifier 2 T-shirt that Laura really, really wanted. No, really? And uh, I thought you said that she was like super put off when you guys were watching Terrifier 2. They they didn't have it. And so we went to another spirit Halloween to see if another one had it. Travis also didn't have it, but Laura has professed her love of art. The clown Travis, uh, (laughs) she's on board with art, the clown. So, uh, if, if you guys ever are in the same room, uh, that can be your in for a That's our in. Starters. Yeah, absolutely. You uh, did you tell her that, you know, uh, Terrifier 2 is coming back to theater starting today for a limited run? And they actually are showing like a two and a half minute uh, compilation for Terrifier 3. I showed her the poster uh, and told her that uh, Terrifier 3 is a Christmas movie, Travis. <laughs> and she was very excited. So. <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing i i i forced my family they didn't watch it like my kids watched it with me and and i'm not saying that's a great thing uh but my kids watched terrifier 2 with me if you've seen terrifier 2 you probably think i'm a horrible hor- horrible parent uh but it's it's funny terrifier 2 is funny it's so absurd that the gore just can't be real and it's not <laughs> But uh, I watched that movie like 18 times in the first like month and a half it was available. So they had seen pieces of it over and over and over again. And nobody in my household is really on board with Art Clown. <laughs> Travis, I think my pick of the week is got to be this Refusion app. I had a lot of fun playing with it today. I think that I'm going to enjoy the Refusion app a great deal. So uh, just hearing those couple of clips, I know that you are going to love yeah, that, that thing. That's and we'll right be playing up with my a alley. John Fallon's movies on demand. Malicious, a thriller that'll leave you good and scared. Yeah, I'm going to have a really, lot of fun with it. It's really Travis. good. Got a pick of the week? Yeah, Travis's pick of the week this week is a motion picture called The Night of the Hunted. This is a motion picture. The premise is... There's a gal out of town who it starts out. She's talking to her husband or boyfriend on the phone. Uh, they're coming back from a conference. Uh, he talks about, oh, is it not too late for this guy to bring you home from the conference? She's like, no, we're all good to go. Finds out that uh, this gal is having an affair with one of her coworkers. Uh, the two of them end up in a remote gas station. Uh, where there is apparently a sniper on a billboard and starts pecking people off. And she is trapped in this uh, convenience store trying to figure out how to get out while she's in contact with the sniper who is uh, being very vindictive towards her. And it leads you to believe that uh, this person knows who she is. Um, but uh, it might go one way or the other. It is very tense, uh, very good uh, one location motion picture. Uh, Night of the Hunted is now streaming on Shutter. I can't believe he thought I said it sucks. Immediately, I didn't. You said, "Oh, that movie fucks," but like I knew immediately because of his like shrugged shoulders, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens." I knew, <laughs> I knew he thought you said he it sucks. I said it sucks. <laughs> the movie doesn't you, suck, Travis. Like, great. Like, can you imagine yeah. if that's how we brought guests on the program? Like, hey, like, John, your movie sucks. So, uh, our next guest is an old friend. Man, your new project really is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't use the word fucks anymore when describing. Okay, people I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The audio the audio medium it's it's too damn close to okay. sucks. 
<laughs> okay, I, I won't. It, it, it's a good way to describe it, though. It's brutal, Travis. The movie there's there there's brutal action in it. You said that My- John uses horror elements. There is horror elements in this movie, John. So check check it out. Uh, we love John Fallon and we love what John Fallon does. Um, and we can't wait to see what he does next guys. We're, we'll, we'll do it again. Probably. In, uh, I don't know. Sometime we're, we're going to do more, more episodes. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to come back to your device, uh, Soon. and talk to each other yeah. and you can listen to us, talk to each other on whatever device you listen to us. on. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't really have like a catchphrase. That's drums. We just say bye. Yeah, bye. Bye, guys. For listening to this installment of WFOD. If you enjoyed it, subscribe so you don't miss the next one on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, or your player of choice. While you're there, please take a moment to share a link, tell a friend, leave a review, or do any of the other things podcasts ask you to do. Our operation is 100% independent, so your support is appreciated. We don't advertise, so we rely on word of mouth to spread the gospel of the dub fod. The music featured in this podcast is provided by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. You can leave us a question or comment via telephone on the hand hotline at 636-487-HAND or by email at mike at wfodshow.com. Special thanks, as always, to our Patreon sponsors, Assistant Treads, Benny Michaels, Brian Kranz, Liquid Lozenge, Valerie Carpenter, Jay Adson, and Rabbit Poundings. You can be a Patreon sponsor yourself for as little as a dollar a month and receive early access to episodes at patreon.com slash WFODicks. Our entire back catalog is available on WFODshow.com, as well as cola rankings, flat drunks, and more. Check us out on social media at WFODshow on Twitter and Instagram, or WFODicks on Facebook and YouTube. We'll be back next week, but really, we're never gone. Take care. Oh, my God.